Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Whether you're thinking of divorcing your narcissistic spouse, right in the middle of it, or have finalized your divorce, the tactics are the same. If this sounds like you, you need to know about Christine Hammond's new masterclass series, How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist. In this four-hour video series, Christine Hammond introduces the toxic tactics that narcissists use to abuse, humiliate, and manipulate you, and teaches you exactly how to recognize these tactics and navigate through them with mastery and confidence. How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist is a deep dive, a masterclass that'll show you how narcissists use tactics like bait and switch, scare tactics, roller coaster ride, and child's play. It's How to Survive a Divorce with a Narcissist, a four-hour recorded video masterclass with Christine Hammond. For more information or to purchase today, just go to growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. That's growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. This masterclass will change your life. Again, that's growwithchristine.com forward slash narcissism. This is Understanding Today's Narcissist. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. And now, here's your host, Christine Hammond. Today, I want to talk about something that we don't really discuss a whole lot about, and you're not really going to see a lot of this. But if you do happen to come across it, it can be quite frightening. It's called the dark tetrad. And it's a combination of three different disorders that are put together. And I'm going to give you an example of somebody who came across um, a person that has this these characteristics. And then I'm going to break it down for you in its bits and pieces so that you can understand it a little bit better and fi- and try and figure out if you've ever come across this. Now, I want to warn you that um, these people are not very common. The likelihood that you're going to come across somebody who has all of this is not really very high. But if you have, it is extremely important that you recognize this and because these are people that you want to get away from. They are not people to engage with. They are not people to have as friends. They are people that you want to um, avoid and not avoid in a negative sense where they know you're avoiding you, but avoid in, in kind of a passive way so that they don't come after you and they don't see you as a threat in any way, shape, or form. So let me explain what I'm talking about. After, um, we're going to talk about Donald today, um, who was really impressed by his boss for the very first time. He was just, his boss was someone who ran his own business. He was highly successful. 
Um, He knew everybody in town. He had a lot of power, especially political power, and enormous influence around a broad range of people. He was charming, decisive, domineering, unfeeling, harsh, and intimidating. At first, Donald admired his boss, but then he had a private conversation with him, and it all changed from there. It happened late one night, and his boss seemed to want to talk to Donald, so he saw it as an opportunity to get noticed by him. The conversation started off benign, but then once the whiskey was poured, a different side started to emerge. His boss shared how he had set up a local politician with a prostitute, while simultaneously dropping a tip to a reporter about the affair. This was done to get the politician back for voting the wrong way on an issue. The irony was that the politician never figured out Donald's boss was behind his demise and still considered him to be a close personal friend. Gloating over the affair, his boss then recounted other events in which he manipulated the courts, lied during corporate deals about what he would deliver, took advantage of unsuspecting people, and even hired people to physically torture his enemies. Donald was mortified and frightened. His boss closed with the threat that if Donald revealed any of this information, he too would meet with his demise. Donald didn't know what on earth he was dealing with, so he started to do some research. And what he came across was what we're going to talk about today, the dark tetrad. So what in the world is the dark tetrad? Well, no matter what the profession, a boss with a dark tetrad personality is absolutely terrifying. And I want to make sure that we're clear about this. It is a personality. It is not a disorder. The dark tetrad is comprised of three different areas. There's narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathology. The dark dark, um, tetrad adds sadism to the mix. So it's a combination of the four, narcissism, Machiavellianism, psychopathism, and sadism. Both of these combinations, the triad and the tetrad, um, share two major characteristics. There is an extreme selfishness and a complete lack of empathy for others. This combination in particular affords a person the ability to cause harm and abuse others in a variety of ways without any regard for feelings, safety, or morality of the victims. As bosses, they are focused on dominance and power, often using aggression, manipulation, exploitation, and even vindictiveness. All behavior is justified if it gets them what they want. This includes criminal acts. So we're going to break down each aspect of the dark tetrad. First of all is narcissism. Narcissistic personality disorder is a DSM-5 personality diagnosis. It's something you can look up. Generally speaking, they are superior, grandiose, dominating, prideful, boastful, arrogant, and very self-centered. They need and expect constant admiration, attention, adoration, and affection. 
They can be abusive when they're threatened or their needs aren't being met and are unapologetic even when caught taking advantage of others. This disorder is inherited and then encouraged or reinforced during childhood. And I have other podcasts about narcissism, so you can look more of that up somewhere else. But narcissism is a aspect of this triangle. I want you to think of it as the tetrad as a triangle, and narcissism is just a corner of it. The next corner of it is Machiavellianism. So Prince Machiavelli wrote the Italian book, The Prince, in the 1500s. It outlines a political philosophy on how rulers are to govern their subjects. Machiavellianism is the adaptation of this philosophy into a personality. It is, as such, it is a personality construct and not a disorder. Um, it is not a personality trait. A personality trait is inherent. So this is something that you choose. It is something you decide. So it is a learned behavioral pattern. It is not inherited or a trait of a personality. Machiavellians are manipulative. They exploit others. They're cynical. They're deceptive. And they, at the core of what they believe is that it is better to be feared than loved. Unlike narcissists, they do not make exaggerated claims about their significance or accomplishments. In fact, they do the exact opposite of that. And they're not like psychopaths or sadists because they're too calculating to risk vengeful or cruel behavior unless there is a specific gain. Rather, this is what we're doing is we're taking a philosophical adaptation and applying it to an actual workplace. And I'll do a whole other podcast on this subject alone because there's so much confusion between it and um, and narcissists, and sometimes we see the two of them intertwined. But we are talking about three aspects being intertwined um, for the dark tetrad. So we have narcissism, which we just talked about. Machiavellianism is next. And then the third aspect of it is psychopathology. So psychopaths are under the antisocial personality disorder umbrella, which is listed in the DSM-5 along with sociopaths and sadists. A psychopath can create an in, entire persona in direct contrast to who they really are, um, which is why you hear stories about serial killers and the neighbors will say they're such a wonderful person, but meanwhile they were um, a serial killer because their persona is so completely different from who they really are. They are very calculating. They're callous. They have no conscience. They're pathological liars. They're remorse-free and very dangerous. Their personality is both inherited and then developed and reinforced through traumatic and usually severely abusive childhood experiences. Psychopaths, unlike Machiavellian is, or narcissists can instantly read the emotions of others and then they calculate that to use it to their advantage without any emotional response. They have no problem hurting others, but it's always for a purpose, unlike sadists. So that's our that's our triangle is those three things. Now I'm going to explain sadists only because 
Um, if you think of it as a square rather than a triangle, there's four corners to um, the tetrad. So let me tell you about the sadist part. Sadists are, part, are also part of the antisocial personality disorder. In the past, they had a separate diagnosis under the old DSM formats. The name sadism comes from Marquise de Sade, um, who was born in 1740 and died in 1814. He was a French philosopher and writer. His works combine philosophy with sexual fantasies and violent behavior. Sadists are individuals who crave cruelty. It is not clear whether this behavior is inherited, developed, or learned. Not all sadism is sexual or involves killing. Rather, it is about inflicting pain on others that sadists find exciting or pleasurable. Unlike psychopaths, they are not calculating about the abusive behavior. Instead, it is all about self-pleasuring. So it's about bringing the pleasure to themselves. So those are the four different aspects of the tetrad. And for the, um, for the tie, for the tetrad, <laughs> for the um, triad, we're looking at the three. So that doesn't include sadism. So how do we identify something like this? Well, um, uh, Jo- Josana and Webster actually developed a quick scale called the Dirty Dozen. It's something that you can actually Google and look up, which helps to spot one uh, helps to spot this type of boss. It's rated on a seven point scale as it applies to the person, and so I'm going to read for, uh, read over the twelve different characteristics of this. The first is I tend to manipulate others to get my way. Number two, I tend to lack remorse. Number three, I tend to want others to admire me. Number four, I tend to be unconcerned with the morality of my actions. Number five, I have used deceit or lie to get my way. Number six, I tend to be callous or insensitive. Number seven, I have used flattery to get my way. Number eight, I tend to seek prestige or status. Number nine, I tend to be cynical. Number 10, I tend to exploit others toward my own end. Number 11, I tend to expect special favors from others. And number 12, I want others to pay attention to me. So the higher the score, the more likely a person is a um, triad. Unfortunately, there is no scale yet to measure. The tetrad as sadists are extremely difficult to spot and usually don't own up to the fact that they're getting pleasure out of hurting others. So going back to Donald, um, after learning about this and these characteristics, Donald actually started to look for another job. His boss, sensing the departure, tried to make it really difficult for Donald to leave. But Donald faked poor work performance and family issues just to get away. It worked, and he left without any consequence. Thankful to get away, Donald was happy to take another job that actually paid less for a while rather than staying and enduring any more of this type of boss. It is very important that if you do come across somebody like this, you get help. This is not something to handle alone. It is also not something that you talk about publicly as it could actually cause you more harm than good. It's something you keep private when you come across someone like this. 
and um, and you seek out counsel from somebody who is bound by the laws of confidentiality. I would strongly encourage if you've ever seen anything like this to talk about it um, because this type of personality can be very scary and extraordinarily dangerous. Thanks for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist with Christine Hammond. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. For more information, visit GrowWithChristine.com. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.